Hi friends, I'm Tierney. And I'm Shelby. And we're Dead Dead Drunk. will never guess where we're recording from right now mostly because we're in the middle of nowhere (laughs) oh yeah we're in the middle of nowhere monticello but in a pretty creepy mostly finished mansion (laughs) yeah like if you've seen the movie clue um picture that mansion like dial it back like a little bit but it's like that vibe oh yeah it's exactly that vibe because i was talking about later where to we're here to have a murder mystery party with a bunch of our friends. And I was talking about which floor we should focus on. And one of the friends goes, wait, I thought we were going to be running up and down the stairs, like in Clue. Yeah, it was Darren. But of course it was. And then he was like, oh, you're the butler. So you have to lead us up and down the stairs because that's how it goes. I know because I was there. He was like, wait, there's running. When? I know. I was talking to Liz, my cousin Liz. Shout out Liz. um, Because Clue was our like favorite, favorite movie growing up. And she walked into the the, the mansion and was like, oh my God, I'm going to quote Clue like constantly. (laughs) She's like, last night she was like, she's the maid in the the murder mystery and she's looking up Yvette quotes to put under her Instagram caption. That's amazing. I'm just happy because I get to be Mrs. White basically. So I think think I'm going to post a picture with the caption, um, not the flames one. The men should be like Kleenex, soft, strong, and disposable. Yes. She's a I mood. She she is a mood. All right. I feel like we need to stop being nerdy about Clue. We'll do it later in the caboose. <laughs> yeah. Buckle but up. It's going to be a lot of Clue stuff. But we, we're in a mansion today. So I figured we'd cover a case that also happens in a mansion. I love that journey for us. But first, I'm going to give you the cocktail. And it'll make sense a little bit later. But it's a pizza cocktail. Yeah. It's kind of a freaky cocktail this week we decided to get super into it yeah it's a little bit craftier so you probably won't make it because it's very (laughs) involved but that that's it's okay it's if you want to try it and not have to make it southern california's trattoria neapolis is the one who created it and serve it and it's called the pizza cocktail and rumors say it's scarily accurate The actual recipe calls for tomato water, basil-infused vodka, ghost pepper-infused vodka, porcini powder, and a generous helping of mozzarella and Parmesan foam. Okay, so we dialed that back a little bit. Oh, yeah. We dumped it down. Don't worry. (laughs) It's tomato juice, basil-infused absolute pepper vodka, and mozzarella and Parmesan foam. (laughs) We did the foam. We did the foam. (laughs) I was really intrigued by the foam. Yeah. We have to do the foam. If I can put cheese on something... I'm going to do it. Yeah, exactly. The cheese is like the makes the pizza. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, if you feel so inclined to make that cocktail, you can pause this right now. Go to our Instagram. You can watch the video of us making it and then you can drink it along with us. If not, you can just keep listening, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Yeah, you can try it later (laughs) if you want. Or you can grab yourself a Bud Light and a slice of pizza and buckle up. Perfect. 
we're going to get into this. So this is the story of the DC mansion murders. It's real. Uh, I don't know why I called it a story. This is the case. Well, it's, I mean, it's a story. It is a story. So on the afternoon of May 14th, 2015, firefighters reported to a $4.5 million mansion in the neighborhood of Woodley Park, Washington, D.C., which is probably a lot nicer than where we are I right was now, literally going to say, I wonder if that is similar to this neighborhood because this, this na- I don't even know how to describe this neighborhood. This, first of all, the house is really cool looking from the, you go through like a little, like a big arch when you drive into the driveway mm-hmm. and then you can pick which way you want to drive around a lake. And then there's like a double staircase to the main entrance and a double staircase inside. But there's also like a trailer to your <laughs> left and like garbage everywhere and a dog running around who plays with soggy things of bread and <laughs> empty Clark's containers. That's Buddy. Shout out, Buddy. Oh, my God. I literally <laughs> thought it was a gas container that he was running around with. But no, it was just Clorox. Yeah. I. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. Yeah, so it's on Airbnb if you guys want to stay here. Yeah, it's called the best vacation house ever or something. <laughs> something. <laughs> Dream vacation home. Anyway, so inside the mansion, firefighters discovered the bodies of 46-year-old businessman Savas Savopoulos, his 47-year-old wife Amy, their 10-year-old son Philip, and the family's 57-year-old housekeeper Veralicia Figuara. Figuara? Figueroa. Hotman? <laughs> yeah we're bad at names guys and i'm really <laughs> sorry about it but they called her vera so so will i savas and amy met while they were both undergrads at the university of maryland one of amy's sorority sisters terry jarbo fari what did i just say about names really bad and i'm so sorry <laughs> she called the couple peanut butter and jelly as they were pretty much inseparable which this diner we just went to in Monticello wanted to charge three ninety five for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Why is there a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on the menu at a diner? It costs $3 to get three pieces of bacon. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what I said. But then Will was like, oh, this is what it's like near us. And I was like, absolutely not. Shit fucking comes with bacon. Have you been to Bistro in New Paltz? Because you can get a full breakfast for $3. <laughs> I have to go back. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made me so hungry. And I just <laughs> ate. I'm sorry. Anyway. It's okay. We'll get pizza or something. (laughs) That'll come back later. Speaking of pizza. So after their graduation, Amy converted to the Greek Orthodox Church and the two were married in the typical big fat Greek wedding. Now that he had a college education under his belt, Savas helped his father, Philip, transform American Ironworks into a multi-million dollar business. At the same time, he and Amy began expanding their family. The couple had two daughters, Abigail and Katerina, and one son, Philip. It was immediately clear that these parents were completely devoted to their children. Savas coached his kids' soccer teams, and Amy was an ever-present fixture at their exclusive private schools, which is cool. After all three of their children suffered concussions from sports-related head injuries, the couple even made an effort to support research into the effects of childhood concussions. All three of them? What are the odds? I don't know. Are they, if you're playing soccer, I feel like they're pretty strong. I never played soccer. I was a softball player as i think with soccer your head is very much in play (laughs) yeah i guess you have to use it okay yeah i guess so that makes sense okay never mind and philip might have played philip philip was 10 so he might have played football i love that for philip i hope he had a great time me too the wealthy washington couple frequently hosted fundraisers for election candidates or celebrations for the greek community one of their fellow church members mike monatos said of those gatherings 
Quote, Washington events are usually stiff, but their kids were right there. It was a clear sign that the kids were the center of their lives, which is cute. With the end of the school year right around the corner, Savas and Amy were looking forward to the extra family time that the summer would bring. The couple's oldest daughter, Abigail, was preparing to graduate from high school in a few weeks, and Philip was about to start the fifth grade. Philip had also found a new dream after falling in love with go-kart racing. He now wanted to be a race car driver when he grew up. Oh, I want to go fast. I want to go fast. <laughs> oh, that was so excited. I don't even want to read the next line, but... Oh, God. It's because he, he never got the chance. Yeah, I, I understand that yeah. from, from the beginning of the story. I know, I'm sorry. You guys stuff. already knew that it was coming, but... Wait, um, was the whole family in the house? No, the two daughters didn't. Okay, live there. that's okay. That's no, they're they're like way older. Okay. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> the investigators determined that the three adults had been bound to chairs, strangled, and beaten savagely with a baseball bat. Philip, however, was found to have died of thermal and sharp force injuries, meaning that the killer stabbed the ten-year-old boy before setting his body on fire in his bedroom. I'm sorry, you guys. Like he was still alive when they set him on fire? Yeah. Oh my god. So this is where the fire that eventually grew to engulf the entire mansion started. Despite the extensive fire damage, police managed to find a few bits of evidence in the mansion, including a bloody baseball bat and a soot-covered Domino's pizza box with a half-eaten pie inside. (gasps) Do you guys get the cocktail now? Oh my god, wait, so there's probably DNA on the pizza, right? Yeah. Also, who leaves behind their Domino's crust? I mean... Freaking monsters. That's who. <laughs> now we have the answer to that question. So they were just eating pizza while they were bludgeoning these Oh, they got people? it delivered while they were like... They, yeah. Like the pizza guy comes to the door? No, you're joking. No. So later that same day, Amy's Porsche was discovered burning... We'll get there. Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll get there. Later that same day, Amy's Porsche was discovered burning in a church parking lot in neighboring Prince George County, Maryland. Inside the car, they found a large stack of $100 bills and money orders. When the investigators reviewed the footage from the security cameras in the church parking lot, they spotted a male figure dressed in all black fleeing the scene. So normal stuff. Police managed to piece together a timeline of events using statements from employees, family members, and financial records. So... On May 13th, the day before the murders, an intruder entered the family's home and forced Amy to call Savas and tell him to come back to the house. Savas and their other housekeeper, Nelitza Gutierrez, Nelly, were 25 miles away preparing for the grand opening of Savas's new martial arts studio. At 5.30 p.m., he received a call from his wife. According to Gutierrez, she was asking him to come home and watch their son since she didn't feel well. Gutierrez told Investigation Discovery, quote, I was very surprised when he said that he has to leave because Amy used to pay babysitters to help her and take care of Philip. So she never bothered Savas, like asking him to come home. So when Savas got home, he unknowingly walked into a trap and became the intruder's fourth hostage. At 9.14 p.m., someone in the house placed an order to Domino's paying with the Savopolis's credit card. Oh... My God. Yeah. Imagine the dom- the the Domino's guy comes to the door, delivers the pizza, and then they like bring him inside and make him commit this murder and then shoot oh him. Oh my God. Nope. <laughs> and then they frame him as the murderer. Dun, dun, dun. And they get away. Oh my God. 
At 9.30 p.m., Savas leaves a strange message for Gutierrez. The message said, you know what? Maybe we should play it. Hey, Nelly, it's Sava. Amy is in bed sick tonight, and she was sick this afternoon. And Vera offered to stay and help her out because, you know, we're going through some stuff with Philip. So she's going to stay the night here, okay? Thank you. Oh, and would you send me a text when you get the message just so I can make sure? Thanks, Nelly. Good night. Sava, Sava. Sava. Sava, Sava. Sava, I called, guess is his name. Called Sava called Nelly, Nelly, the other housekeeper, and to told tell her, her not to come to yeah. the house. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God, I have full body chills. Yeah. So she she told People Magazine that it was not normal for them to have a stay overnight. I thought, what is this? It didn't sound right. So also, he doesn't really sound right. I mean, I don't know what he regularly sounds sounded like, but a successful businessman probably would sound more confident than that on the phone. Yeah. So on the morning of May 14th, Vera's husband, Bernardo Alfaro, goes to the house to look for his wife. He sees Savas's Porsche parked outside, but gets no answer when he knocks on the front door. Then he gets a call from Savas, or Sava, I apologize, who tells him that Amy had gone to the hospital and Vera had accompanied her. Alfaro left unaware that his wife and the entire Savopolis family were being held hostage inside. Oh, so they were still alive at this point? Yeah. So how long were they held hostage for? Overnight. So from the 13th into the, oh into the 14th. Oh my God. At about 9.30 that same morning, Gutierrez received a text from Amy since she had not, in fact, listened to Savas's message from the night before. The message read, I am making sure you do not come today. Nellie remembers that she tried to call Amy back, but the call went straight to voicemail. She told People Magazine, I didn't go in because they told me not to. They saved my life. So. I have chills again. Yeah. Oh my, like they're all about to die and they're like, we need to make sure Nellie is safe. Yeah. I, I'm assuming that they must have negotiated that and been like, our housekeeper's coming. Like, can we call? And You think so? If I were the people in the house holding them hostage, I wouldn't want somebody else to come and get into the mix, you know? Yeah, that's true. And if they're, but if, yeah, and if they're being held hostage, like they're probably not going to have access to their phone. Yeah. Without. That's what I was guessing because she did try to call Amy back and Amy couldn't answer. Right. Yeah. So later that morning, Savas's assistant, Jordan Wallace, claimed that his boss called and instructed him to bring $40,000 to the house and leave it on the front seat of Amy's Porsche in their garage. Then shut the door and leave. It should be noted that according to Investigation Discovery, the church parking lot where the burned Porsche was later discovered was right next to the apartment where Jordan grew up. However, the assistant claimed that he never saw anyone during the drop-off and provided law enforcement officers with a solid alibi. So he didn't do it. At 1.24 on May 14th, 2015, the D.C. Fire Department answers a call for the blaze on Woodland Drive and discovers the bodies inside. Judging from Philip's injuries, which if you'll remember from earlier are different from the adults, the police have speculated that Philip was tortured in order to make the adults fully submit and obey their captors' demands. Oh my God. Yeah. Also, sorry about fuck. telling you that, but yeah. With little evidence to go on, people focused on the half-eaten slice of Domino's pizza they found at the scene. They did manage to find some usable DNA evidence that they then entered into the national database. Immediately, they got a hit that led them to one of Savopolis's former employees, Darren Wint. 
What an idiot. Y'all wait till you hear his full name. Darren Dellen Dennis Wint. (laughs) (laughs) What? Darren. Darren Dellen Dennis Wint. Are those all first names? Are those middle names? I I think that two of them are middle names because the police just called him Darren Wint. But it sounds like his parents couldn't really decide what to name him. Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, (laughs) the mom is like on drugs because like she gave birth and, and the dad's like, do you like Darren, Dellen or Dennis? And she's she's like, like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or no, I was gonna say, what's, what's the name? Darren, Dellen, Dennis. (laughs) And then they just write all of them. (laughs) They just wrote them all down. And that was his name. They never changed it. Oh, anyway, Christ. he was a certified welder who used to work at American Ironworks, one of Savas's many businesses. Originally from Guyana, Wint immigrated to the United States in 2000. He then joined the U.S. Marine Corps, but was discharged before completing his training for medical reasons. Now a civilian, Wint began building up a long criminal rap sheet. In 2009, he was convicted of second-degree assault in Maryland and served 30 days in jail. A few of Wint's other past charges include theft, assault, a sexual offense, and weapons possession. So he's a great guy. Assault, murder, white shoes after Labor Day. <laughs> Those are all really bad crimes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he probably wore white shoes. Probably. In 2010, which was 10 years ago now, guys, that's crazy, Wint pleaded guilty to malicious destruction of property as part of a plea deal which allowed a second charge of burglary to be dropped. In that same year, Savas fired Wint from his job as a welder at American Ironworks. To police, it appeared that Wint was a man that held a grudge and planned to take his next paycheck rather than earn it. After Wint's DNA was matched from the pizza slice, a warrant was issued for his arrest. It took a week of hunting for him, but on May 21, 2015, Wint was arrested while attempting to change $40,000 into non-traceable money orders. (laughs) Yeah, so... Obviously, just not the smartest guy out there. It's basically red-handed. They caught him (laughs) red-handed. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Wint's attorney, Robin Ficker, initially believed that they had got the wrong guy. Ficker told Associated Press, quote, My impression of him, I remember him rather well, is that he wouldn't hurt a fly. He's a very nice person. He also recalled that Wint's family had told him that he didn't like pizza and never ate it, which (laughs) I find hard to believe because who doesn't like pizza? (laughs) I don't even like pizza, man. (laughs) His whole defense was like, I don't even like pizza. I don't even eat pizza. It couldn't possibly be my DNA on there. (laughs) Imagine they were just like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Not the right guy. (laughs) Yeah, it's not the right guy. Where'd you get that $40,000 you were trying to change into non-traceable bonds, though? I've, I've saved it. It's all the money that I haven't used on pizza over the years because i hate pizza i'd be forty thousand dollars <laughs> richer if i didn't eat pizza imagine probably if you think about all the times i've drunkenly ordered Domino's and then not even fucking eaten it because i fell asleep um i'd probably have an extra did you, $40, did you get the Domino's before you fell asleep or you would just fall asleep and then the poor pizza guy would be like hello <laughs> your cat he's gone <laughs> it's a mix a mix oh, of the okay. two So despite them saying that, Wint's father did come forward and say that if his son was found guilty, he should, quote, suffer the consequences. So they were like, oh, he doesn't like pizza. It can't be him. And then his dad was like, but if it is, though, (laughs) 
So anyway, the trial began on September 11th, 2017 and went on for seven weeks. Wint was being charged with murder, kidnapping, burglary, extortion, arson, and theft. And white shoes after Labor Day. And white shoes after Labor Day. (laughs) And not finishing a goddamn Domino's pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Which is delicious. I don't really care what other people say. I like the pan pizza at Domino's. I I just like the cheese on the crust. I can always finish that crust. Yeah. And There's the other crust I don't like as much. Yeah, that's what I But this one it's like crispy. Yeah. And, oh. I will say it's not the best pizza, but it is the most consistent pizza. Yeah, and it's also the one I can order online the latest. <laughs> like that's true. Like on They don't your stop birthday, delivering to like two, right? Right. On your birthday, I was in my Uber and I ordered from my Uber and I was like tracking it. You know how you can track Domino's? Yeah, I love and I the was, tracking. Like, racing the Domino's guy to my house. And I was like, oh, no, they put it in the oven. We got to step on it. Oh, were you telling her the whole time? Yes. <laughs> she probably loved me. So he pleaded not guilty to all of those charges. His defense team claimed that his brothers had committed the murders while he unknowingly remained downstairs. This theory would support the prosecution's suspicions that Wint had not, in fact, acted alone. But there was no proof that anyone else had been at the scene. If that wasn't enough for the court, the defendant's brother, Daryl Wint, testified against him and provided an alibi for the time of the home invasion. So his brother, who's named Daryl, and I don't know what his other names are, he came forward and said, "Mm, that guy did it. (laughs) There were twins that went to my high school. They were on the football team. Their names were Devin and Devon, and they were spelled exactly the same way. I was just going to say, isn't that <laughs> spelled exactly the same way? Yep. You're just pronouncing the O a little bit yep. differently? <laughs> yep. Okay, guys. Devin and Devon. On October 25th, 2018, Darren Wint was found guilty of 20 counts of kidnapping, extortion, and murder. He was sentenced to four consecutive life sentences with no possibility of parole. The family's torched mansion was eventually demolished and the property that was once valued at $4.5 million sold for $3 million just months after the murder. Commander Melvin Gresham of the Metropolitan PD still believes that Wint did not act by himself. He told Investigation Discovery, quote, In my personal opinion, and I'll continue to believe this for the rest of my life, I honestly think there was actually more than one perpetrator. And yeah, I mean, if it's a, a family of four and it's just one, like, did he have a gun? I don't know. They didn't say that he, that they found any weapons. Like, that's in the, the house. only way I could th- see people, like, really cooperate, like, all four people at once cooperating with mm. one person. Oh, even though they didn't find any weapons, Philip was stabbed. So, well, yeah. But yeah, they yeah. could have gotten that inside the house. But yeah, I, I agree. I agree with him and. You, I don't think that he could have done all of this by, by himself. himself. He's just the only idiot that left his DNA on the fucking pizza. Yeah, because everybody else finishes their fucking slices of pizza. <laughs> I don't understand. This. He didn't like it, okay? <laughs> it's insane. Uh, what I'm, uh, I'm, what do I say all the time? Monsters don't finish pizza. It's crazy. I mean, I won't eat some crust, so crust is okay. But like, not Domino's crust. Oh my god, not Domino's crust. So I'm sorry that that episode was a little bit all over the place. <laughs> it's okay. But you have to understand. We drank a lot last night. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> so that's the episode, you guys. I'm sorry it's a little bit dark. Anything that really involves children sucks. Is dark. But I think we, we I think we lightened it up almost as much as we could. <laughs> oh yeah, and that was I did 
a bunch of research on this and this was basically all i could find it was it was pretty cut and dry you guys yeah i, I feel mean like they found so, his I dna mean, and then they found him with forty thousand dollars which the assistant said he dropped off so yeah and i also feel like if you got forty thousand dollars and you were working with other people wouldn't they get a cut of that forty thousand dollars oh that's a good point yeah so maybe he maybe. did work with other people and he was ditching them with all the money and so they were like mm, he did it he did all those yeah things. or he did it all himself which he could have done there were two women and then by the time savas got there or sava i apologize i'm so sorry but by the time he got there he already had philip and amy and vera so yeah i don't know that it's entirely out of the realm of possibility for him to have done that himself yeah yeah, plus didn't they say like he like had Philip and was using him to get the women to do what he said? Yeah, so that's why I think he must have had Philip. He could Phillip. have done it by himself then. Yeah, he could have done it by himself. You could ma- easily manipulate those adults into just if it's completely your obeying son, you. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, um, let's get on to our caboose because I don't want to talk about Philip anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rest so, in peace, Philip. He's probably riding go-karts around. I fucking hope so, dude. In the afterlife. Um, or he was reborn literally as a race car driver. Oh. Dale Earnhardt Jr., if you're listening. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's the only race car driver I know. So for the caboose this week, because I'm living my Clue fantasy this weekend, um, I'm going to be quizzing Shelby on the movie Clue. Which Tierney knows inside and out. It, so It's one of those movies that I can quote from the beginning to the end. Um, if you haven't seen it, you should freaking watch it, dude. Um, if you have seen it, you can play along with us as I quiz Shelby on the ultimate clue quiz. Because every quiz we do has to be the ultimate. I think every quiz we've done is like the ultimate, whatever it is. I think a lot of different quiz platforms are just putting ultimate in front of their quiz name. Because I think a lot of people think the same way. Yeah. We we need the most ultimate. We're the best. <laughs> All right. First one is an easy question. When and where does the movie take place? 1954 New England, 1800 California, or 1982 Africa? 1954 New England, right? Yes. It says it right in the beginning credits. All right. What happens to Wadsworth right before he walks into the house? He trips and breaks his ankle. He steps in doggy doo or he's mugged. Oh, the doggy do one. Yes. All right. Who was the first guest to arrive at the house? Mrs. White, Colonel Mustard, or Mrs. Peacock? Mrs. White, right? No, it's Colonel Mustard. Oh. I believe. Um, what did everyone find out they had in common with each other at the dinner table? They all went to the theater on the same day. They all learned their living... They all earn their living from the government or they all wore the same color. Oh, they all earn their living from the government. We all earn our living from the government one way or another. (laughs) Uh, Who is the seventh guest to arrive while everyone is at dinner? Oh my God. If I did not get the first one, how am I going to get the seventh one? Is that the last one? They're they're all at dinner already when this person comes. Oh, Mr. Body. Mr. Body. Yes. Uh, Also, I don't know if we're getting these right. I'm just putting what I'm pretty sure is right. We can we can figure it out at the end. Um, why couldn't Mr. Body break through the glass when he tried to get away? 
He wasn't strong enough. A dog jumped up on the glass showing its teeth or he couldn't find anything to break it with. Mm. Wait, what? <laughs> what was the first one? He wasn't strong enough. I feel like he couldn't find anything to break it with. No, the dog. Yeah, there was a dog. And it's like, rah, rah. he's like, you can't get out that way. Why? It's only glass. And then the dog's like, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, who denies being blackmailed? Miss Scarlet, Mr. Green, or Mrs. Peacock? Mrs. Peacock, right? Yes. She's like, my husband is a paid consultant. I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> okay. Uh, where did Mrs. White say she was when her husband was killed? The store, the movies, or a friend's house? The movie? Yeah, dude. I honestly, again, I, I'm just pretty sure. <laughs> we'll okay. see when the quiz is over. Fill in the blank on the comment that Mr. Body says, I think I can help them make up their minds. Can I just get my little blank from the blank? Oh, are there options? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't know. No. Um, no. <laughs> can I get my little broom from the attic? Can I get my little dog from the lounge? <laughs> can I get my little bag from the hall? I think the, the last one yeah. is the only one that really makes sense. Yeah, and it has he has the the weapons in the bag, like the candlestick, the oh. wrench, the lead pipe. How does that help anybody make sense of anything? Um, so his like thing is the only way to to get out like without the police, I don't know, is to kill Wadsworth because he's like so Mr. Body is the one blackmailing them. Right. Wadsworth is trying to turn him over to the police, but he's like, if we kill Wadsworth, we can all go and nobody will find out our secrets. Oh, okay. And then he would continue blackmailing them, but like they wouldn't get in trouble. Spoilers. Um, (laughs) What happened after Mrs. Peacock drank the poison brandy? Mr. Green slapped her to stop her screaming. She died. She ran around the house acting like a chicken. (laughs) I think she got slapped, right? Yeah. He's like, I had to stop her screaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What did Colonel Mustard say when Wadsworth said, to make a long story short, go on, eat pickles, or too late? Too late, yeah. right? Yep. <laughs> too late. Who screamed when the cook fell out of the freezer? Wadsworth, Mrs. White, or Miss Scarlet? Miss Scarlet. Yep. <laughs> she had really great faces. She's like, that ah! That woman Look was awesome. Leslie Ann Warren. Yeah. She's a fucking icon. I love her. All right. Who is at the door when Wadsworth was about to throw the key away? A motorist, a detective, or a clown? Uh, um, a, a motorist? Yeah, the motorist was first. All right. What were Wadsworth and Colonel Mustard arguing about? Whether dinner was good or not? Whether they should keep the front door locked? Or whether there was anybody else in the house? Whether they should keep the front door locked, right? No. no? What? Is there anyone else in the house? They're <laughs> arguing like, about that? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I should get Liz in here to, um, <laughs> to quote it with me. Um, they're like, well, there's still some confusion. Is there's anybody else in the house? I told you there isn't. There's any confusion or is it anybody else? Either. 
or both i just want a clear answer certainly <laughs> what was the question is there anyone else in the house no <laughs> that's what he says but does he know i suggest we split up and search the house oh split up <laughs> anyway <clears throat> which pair searched the attic wadsworth and mrs white mrs green and i'm sorry mr green and yvette or mrs peacock and mrs carson who the fuck is mrs carson wait what were the first wadsworth and mrs white or mr green and yvette oh yvette right yvette yes. goes up there <laughs> she's like but it is dark upstairs and i am frightened of the dark will anyone go with me <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> um what does the ba- black gloved hand do with the photographs looks at them and laughs hides them behind the bookcase or throws them into the fire throws them into the fire right yep yeah do you know what's on the on the pictures no it's colonel mustard and the motorist oh they worked together in the war oh okay yeah <laughs> oh so everybody's okay. involved with everybody yeah okay. everybody that shows up at the house is involved um okay what happened after colonel mustard and miss scarlet got out of the lounge they started dancing they saw the murderer run out the door or the chandelier fell down the chandelier fell this down, is the right? easiest quiz ever <laughs> yes and he's like, I can't take any more scares. And then it falls down right behind him and <laughs> he almost dies. <laughs> it's easy for you. I don't I haven't seen it in a while. Oh, so I'm like, like I'm actually taking some time and thinking about it and stuff. <laughs> I watched it a couple weeks ago. All right. Who showed the cop around the house? Wadsworth, Mr. Green, or Miss Scarlet? Wadsworth. No. No? Mr. Green. Oh. Miss right. Scarlet's like, you can show him around, Mr. Green. You can show him the dining room, the kitchen, the ballroom, because that's like where the dead bodies aren't. And then Mr. Green's like, sure, I'll show you the dining room, or the kitchen, or the ballroom. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> which pair found both secret passages? Mr. Green and Yvette, Professor Plum and Mrs. Peacock, or Miss Scarlet and Colonel Mustard? It's Miss Scarlet, right? Yes. Yeah. I just remember her finding the passages. Yeah. Did the bullet hit Mr. Body? No, it missed altogether. Just barely, it grazed his ear. What bullet? Or yes, it hit his foot. That's like going back to the game. What bullet is an option? Yeah. <laughs> this is from like the beginning, so I don't know why it's like in the middle of the quiz. Oh, I I don't think it hits him. It it grazes his ear. Oh. And then it hits the wall. It breaks the vase on the wall. Oh, okay. Um, Who does Wadsworth pick to be on? Huh? Who does Wadsworth pick on to be Mr. Body when he's explaining how Mr. Potty died? Oh, he, like to get on the floor and like yeah. pretend to be him? Oh, okay. Um, Mr. Green, Colonel Mustard, or Professor Plum? Professor Plum, I think, right? Oh, I thought it was Mr. Green. Maybe it's Mr. Green. This one I'm not too sure. I think it's Mr. Green. I could be wrong, but I kind of remember... And I forget the name of the actor, but I kind of remember him being like, Doc Brown, like, get on the floor. And like, and he's like, no, I don't want to get on the floor. Like, so, but I feel like if he was going to bully anybody, it would be the professor. Really? I, I Mr. Don't, Green's the one that's like. Mr. Green is the one that he doesn't like the entire time. So that's why I'm torn and I don't know which one it could be. But we can go with Green. I think it's Mr. Green. Mr. Green is kind of the one they pick on the whole time because he's like weird. Yeah. Professor Plum is the one that like hooks up with Miss Scarlet. I know. He's Doc Brown. 
from Back to the Future. Oh, uh, Christopher Lloyd? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> what does Wadsworth tell everyone to, ch- to do to check if they are the murderer? Show him their right hand because the murderer had a cut there. Empty their pockets and purses to see if they have the gun. Walk to the door and back to see if they had the murderer's outline. The gun. Yeah. The gun is missing. Gentlemen, empty your pockets. Ladies, empty your purses. Whoever has the gun is the murderer. Okay. What did they found? What did they found out? Excuse me. That's not proper English. What um, did they found all the, out? All the tests What did they find out they had for dinner? Monkeys brains, horse meat, or squid dressing? I don't know. Horse meat. A monkey's brains, though popular in Cantonese cuisine, are not often found in Washington, D.C. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Who asked if Mrs. Peacock was a man in the second ending? (laughs) Mr. Green, the cop, or Mrs. Peacock? (laughs) Wait, who asked if Mrs. Peacock was a man and one of the answers (laughs) is Mrs. Peacock? Yeah. Mr. Green. Yeah. Wadsworth goes, we're like the Mounties. We always get our man. And Mr. Green goes, Mrs. Peacock was a man. (laughs) And then they slap him. Anyway. Did Mr. Green get shot in the third ending? Yes. No. I hope so. Could be. Maybe. (laughs) I hope so. In the third ending? Yeah. I mean, he gets shot in one of the endings, right? But I don't think it's the third one. He doesn't get shot in any of the endings. Oh, whoa. Mr. Green? No. Yeah, no. He doesn't get shot in any of the endings. No, he... Um, um, the third ending is his big ending, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. what I was remembering. I just couldn't remember the end of that ending. <laughs> what did Mr. Green, speaking of the third ending, call himself in the third ending? A fruit, a plant, or a doomed man? A f- fruit right no a plant he's a plant right yeah but i thought he would say fruit because that sounds like something that that weird fucking guy would say no but his last line is i'm gonna go home and sleep with my wife (laughs) because he's like actually not gay the whole time because he's a plant oh right okay i'm gonna go home and sleep with my wife (laughs) how many cards spin around at the end of the movie right before the credits three zero or five oh my god Three, I think right? it's three. Because that's how many there are in Clue. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like a murderer or a Good thinking, a good thinking. Thanks. I guess they're getting... Um, Oh, my God, this is interesting. <laughs> Do you dance to the song at the end of the movie? No, because I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, why not? Of course, I danced during the whole movie, didn't you? Or no way, that's kind of weird. Are there any right answers in this quiz? Or like, is it I all... Don't, every- I don't know, but the song at the end is shake, rattle, and roll. So yeah, rattle and roll. So yes, then I said shake. Well, do we say oh yeah? Why not? Or of course I danced during the whole movie, didn't you? I didn't dance during the whole. I didn't dance during the whole movie. I'm fucking watching it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So uh, oh yeah, why not? Have you seen the movie? No, and I don't want to. Yes, but only once or twice. Nope, it sounds cool. Yes, and I love it. Okay, obviously yes, and I love it. That's not a quiz question. Did you like my quiz? It was awful. Can't you do better than that? It was okay. Yes, it was yes. awful. Can't you do better than yes, that? Yes, yes. I want to do it again. It was pretty good. I want to say it was pretty good. I don't want it to to impede on my results. 
it doesn't tell me how many I got right. It just says, you rock. Good job. You are an expert on clip. Cool. So we got them all right. I think we got them all right. If mm. anybody wants to watch the movie and then clear up some of those answers for us, because that quiz platform could really help us, you can send it to us at deaddrunkpod at gmail.com. Or you can slide into our DMs on Instagram at deaddrunkcrime. You can tweet us at deaddrunkcrime. Um, you can read this episode or you can listen to it on our website at deadrunkcrime.home.blog. You got it. <laughs> and we have merch, which I'm wearing right now. It's super soft. You can go braless underneath it. I highly recommend. Oh, my God. Yes. And, and it's in our show notes if you want to pick up any of that. Yeah, we have sweatshirts, which are really, really cool. We have mason jars with our logo on them that you can drink out of. It comes with a cute little straw. Yeah, t-shirts, hats, bags. Anything you could imagine. Anything you can imagine. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye, Mom. Hope I don't get murdered. (laughs) Hope I'm the murderer. Bye, Mom. (laughs)